0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Dr. Love. Uh, We are super excited to have you around for this second episode of season two. Uh, I know we've been previewing uh, and hinting at this for a very, very long time, but coming up tonight, we're going to have our versus episode, uh, the first in what will hopefully be a pretty exciting series for you guys. Um... Today, I have two special guests um, who, who are both very, very solid people who I have the privilege of knowing um, they were kind enough to join the show tonight and, and give some of their thoughts, uh, just sharing from the heart, speaking from the heart. Um, and hopefully by the end of this, you'll have learned something. Uh, hopefully this conversation will challenge you and uh, whatever you believe on this particular topic. Uh, so without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in and let our special guests introduce themselves. So, guys, uh, if, if I could have each of you give a quick elevator pitch uh, about yourself and, and uh, we, can, we can get started.
1: All right, I'll go ahead and uh, go first. My name's Will. Uh, I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri, Lee Summit to be exact. Uh, I'm 24 years old. I just turned 24 a few weeks ago. Uh, I went to college down in Springfield out Missouri State. Go Bears. Uh, got out of college and started my own insurance brokerage, uh, so I help people with their health insurance, and I also help people with their finances and investments, so that's what I'm doing, that's who I'm in, who I am, and uh, yeah, really excited to be on. Thanks for having me on today. Of course.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Erica. I am 23 years old, currently living in Blue Springs, Missouri. Um, graduated college last year from the University of Central Missouri. Go Mules! And I'm currently going to grad school, gaining my master's in management and leadership. And I've been in the military for about six years this August. And I'm really excited to be here tonight.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, so, so guys, uh, great meeting you and, and great getting those intros out there. Really excited for the conversation that we're about to have. Um, so I know it's been a little while, but... Um, just kind of as a refresher for, for both uh, you who are on the show as well as our audience Um, on our Instagram a while back, this is, this is over a month ago now, just about a month, month and a half ago. We, uh, we, we like to occasionally post questions uh, and get your feedback on, on some things that are, that are just interesting or things that are going on right now. And we want to get your opinion. So we had asked a question uh, a while back about dating apps and their role, especially in the context of uh, modern dating, especially within the Christian uh, dating scene. And we, we honestly uh, got some pretty divided responses. This was one of the more interesting questions that we asked because pretty much our audience was split down the middle in terms of. Would they use a dating app um, and, and kind of operating on that basis? We wanted to find two people who were on different sides of the coin uh, and get them both together and kind of hear their thoughts on why they would or why they would not use it and, and some of their rationale behind it. So um, with that being said, whoever is comfortable going first, um, whether that's you, Will, or whether that's you, Erica – Um, could you just give us a little bit, um, could you talk to us a little bit about your, uh, dating experience, uh, as a believer, what you don't have to get into the details, obviously we're not gonna, we don't want to make anyone uncomfortable here, but could you talk to us a little bit about the timeline and sort of your, your history or experience with dating?
1: Yeah. Sure. Um, not, to get Not to get too in depth, it. but so I've only been in one, uh, you know, serious, you know, uh, long, actual real relationship. Uh, and that was uh, about two years while I was in college. Um, and, you know, really before then, uh, before like halfway through college, I wasn't really serious about dating or or going about dating in a mature way. It wasn't, uh, anything to do with trying to find someone to build a future with. That's for sure. Um, and you know, that ended for me later in college. And, uh, I was a part of a, uh, not, not to name names. I was a part of, um, a campus ministry group, uh, was very good for me in my life when I look back holistically. Um, however, I think, uh, some of the things that were taught in regards to dating uh, were just a little bit, uh, for lack of a better word, cultish um, and just uh, they weren't backed up by anything biblically. And so I think that kind of confused me a little bit for a couple years. And it's taken me a little to uh, kind of unlearn some of the unnecessary uh, things that were taught um, and so, yeah, I've been single, uh, for, for a while now and I've just, uh, been, been focusing on my life and, uh, building my career and, uh, just trying to be content where I'm at and not rush into something, but also, uh, you know, having my eyes open if, if the right girl came along. So, uh, to not get too extensive, that's kind of my, um, uh, my history with, with dating. Gotcha.
0: No, thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Will. Um, we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute, um, but thank you again for sharing. Erica?
2: Yeah, um, I like Will. I've only been in one serious long-term relationship that lasted about two years back in high school. Um, so it's definitely been a while for me. Throughout college, I went on a lot of first dates, but um, I know very much of what I want. And so I think uh, a lot of times on those dates, I knew that some people didn't have their heart in the right place or the um, same goals and desires that I had. So um, definitely having a Christian faith was a big one for me. And I noticed that a lot in college that wasn't exactly the atmosphere. Um, so I then kind of realized that my focus shouldn't be necessarily on trying to find a husband. And I kind of shifted my perspective to just understanding that the Lord is already my husband and that I need to focus on his mission and not necessarily just trying to get married at this young age that everyone else is. So that's kind of just a little snippet of um, my relationship.
0: Got you. No, thank you. Thank you again for sharing Erica. Um, Will, I I wanted to come back to something that you had said um, just, just a moment ago. Um, You mentioned that, you know, dating in college for you, at least initially wasn't the sort of thing that was geared towards, finding someone you could spend the rest of your life with. Could you tell me a little bit about what that moment or event was that kind of shifted your perspective?
1: Yeah. uh, The moment or event that shifted my perspective is when I decided to follow Jesus. Like that was it. Uh, And I think when you follow Jesus, everything in your life should look differently in some capacity. Absolutely. um, And, you know, before then it was just, it was about lust and, and fun and uh whatever felt good and felt right and it wasn't about anything deeper than that and then when you stand who who jesus is and who god is and what that means uh you know i think every area in your life should change in some capacity like i said uh dating obviously being one of them because i think the uh you know romantic life with the opposite sex is a big part of all of our lives so that's, that's definitely when it changes is whenever I actually tried to start following God.
0: Wow. Well, praise God for one and two, that is, uh, that's a pretty big event. So
1: I can, uh, I can see how definitely the that event.
0: would change. That is the event that would absolutely do the most, I think, to shape, uh, the whole trajectory of your life really, but especially in regards to dating. So that, that makes a lot of sense. And, and Erica, um, it, on your end, Uh, with your uh, with your you mentioned going on lots of first dates what was kind of like how were you meeting these people and kind of what was the cycle like for you
2: it was definitely just a lot of meeting people at the bars honestly Um, you know in college everybody hits up you know the main street that has all the bars out there and everyone's out there you know almost every night and I think that's part of the reason why a lot of those relationships just didn't go anywhere either is because you're in that environment with drinking and partying and it's full of all these desires to um, just dance and get drunk and all this other stuff. So a lot of it was meeting at the bar and saying, you know, yes to a first date because it's like, well, you never know where this may end up. So um, it was really just an endless cycle of bar and then date eating a nice dinner and then just, um, kind of just digging deep into each other's lives. And sometimes, you know, other people aren't as comfortable doing that and being as open. So I um, ended, up, ended up not pursuing a lot of those just because right off the bat, I'm like, well, what are you looking for? And a lot of them, it was just a hookup.
1: Right. And that
2: just wasn't at for me at that point. Like I was strong, started becoming a lot stronger in my faith. I didn't care for any of that stuff. And so I just had to, you know, look the other way, no matter what other feelings I may me feeling so
0: gotcha and and i think would it be fair to characterize some of your dating experience or i guess first dates or whatever like it sounds like you you cast a pretty wide net and we're pretty open to to any number of people would that be fair yeah definitely okay okay gotcha um so, kind of, kind of shaping this and, and steering this conversation in more of, of the original direction pertaining to the question. Um, you know, Will, um, could could you talk to me a little bit about your uh, your thoughts on dating apps and kind of uh, have you used them? If so, when uh, and and kind of what was the the impetus behind you wanting to start using those platforms?
1: Yeah, um, if you want me to be completely honest, uh, back when I was, um, I guess, simply before Christ, and I don't think anyone is, but yeah, I was on dating apps. I was on the, you know, doing the Bumble thing and then the Tinder stuff. And, you know, I wasn't really on there for for the right reasons, uh, for sure. Um, um, and I think, you know, anything that started to some that was from those apps, you know, it just quickly fizzled out because I think a lot of people are on there, uh, for the wrong reasons, whether they know it or not. Um, and so, yeah, I, in the past I have used them, um, but as of recent, uh, I, I have not, uh, just because I, I don't think it would be a wise thing for me, but I'm sure you're gonna get into, uh, you know, more of that later in this podcast. But yeah, that's my history with dating apps. Uh, to be on them a little bit for the wrong reasons, and ever since then, I have not.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Good to know. Thanks for thanks for sharing. And and you, Erica, have you ever uh, have you ever used dating apps, or if so, or talk, talk to us a little bit about that.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I definitely did use some dating apps, especially right after my, um, breakup in high school. I think, um, my ex was pretty mentally abusive and cheated on me. And so I think I was just going through this phase where I just wanted someone else to kind of take care of me. Um, and so I did get on Tinder, I think Bumble, Hinge. I even tried a couple like Christian dating sites, and I did go on a couple first dates on those as well. And I thought that was honestly going to make it easier um, to kind of like deter the people I didn't really find any attraction with. Um, and it actually did not. I found myself in a lot more situations where the person I was messaging on wasn't at all the person I was talking to. Um, so mm. that was I mean, that was honestly really good. It was good that oh, I needed okay. that out right away. um. But I think there's I just got to a point where when using those dating apps, like a part really deep down inside me was like, I really want to go about this the old fashioned way, like listening to my grandparents love story and my parents and everything. And it was just like, I rather meet someone in the most like random moment and it not be planned and it turn into something amazing than to like go searching for someone when I really don't need to be doing that
0: wow yeah no that's uh that's very well said i i'm really curious to know on you made a statement about not like when you were messaging with someone them being a totally different person in real life could you explain a little bit of that uh and and kind of what that means and and kind of what you encountered in that regard
2: yeah um i definitely think whenever so we have this amazing thing technology to kind of communicate with people And I feel like anytime you're messaging someone, you can never really determine what tone they may have or kind of like what direction they're going with their conversation. Um, And you can't always just read what they're talking about. So I may read something and they may seem like super chill or like a fun outgoing person. And then I meet them in person and they're a very dark and like angry person and have some of their own struggles and everything. So I felt like in in multiple times, these guys I was talking to were trying to impress me like they were throwing jokes out there and just trying to get me to like them but then it's like once I started going on those first couple of dates with them it just kind of like faded like it just they didn't really care about that what they really wanted was me for my body not me for who I was.
0: Gotcha okay so I I think that makes a lot of sense and I, I also can I can really get behind kind of uh the idea that you know, going out and searching for someone and not and, and not being sure if they're the person that they portray themselves to be on these dating apps. I mean, in many ways I think it's similar to social media in that it's almost like is what you're seeing a person put forward really an accurate picture or vision of that person? And it's yeah. almost like it's a it's a crapshoot at points where it's like, Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, take a dive and see, but it's like, you never know until you, you have those meetups. Um, mo- moving on from there, uh, will, um, would you say like your experience using dating apps, like varied depending on the platform or the app in particular, like you met you threw out Tinder, Bumble, um, is there like, is there a certain app or method in particular that you would recommend or avoid, For for anybody listening who's really serious about maybe trying to find uh, a person that maybe they could spend the rest of
1: their life with, yeah, man. Um, You know, to be frank, uh, you know, there's this is not talking at anybody uh, or or talking at everybody who you know uses any of these particular apps. So I want to clarify that. You know, there's good people that are on every app, right? Um, but if you're asking me what I think, if there's a particular um, type of person that it seems that is on uh, whatever app, you know, I think uh, from what I could kind of tell, I think Tinder was, it seemed like more of uh, people trying to hook up uh, using Tinder. Um, It seemed like Bumble was similar, but there also was a little bit of a notch up of, you know, yeah, people want to hook up on Bumble, but yeah, there's also a handful of people on Bumble who are actually looking for, you know, a a real relationship, a long-term relationship. Um, So, you know, that's what I, from my experience, um, noticed. Now, I do know some friends who have told me about Hinge. Uh, and they've said that, uh, it's the best dating app that they've used. So who knows, maybe I'll get on and try hinge. Uh, but it seems like that one at least has a reputation of, uh, for the most part, people being on there uh, to try to find someone to have a relationship with. Um, those are really the only three that I'm familiar with. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I, I would I would say that that falls very closely in line to some things that I've heard with with some of my other friends talking about, you know, their experiences on Tinder Bumble versus Hinge. Hinge, I, I have heard is more geared towards that relationship side. Tinder and, and Bumble, I mean it's it gets a little murkier in terms of who's on there. But I, I mean, like you said, I, I really do I'm in agreement. I think there are good people on these platforms, but I think you have to sort through and filter through a ton of people who are not on there for the right reason. And in the end uh, you can make the argument that it is worth it um, because you have to put in work to, to find, to find people who are serious. But then I've also heard the argument. It's not worth your time because 99% of the people on there aren't going to be, aren't going to be right for you anyway. Right. Um, so I've, I've heard a little bit of, a, a little bit of both on there, but,
1: um, and you know, 99% of the people who you meet out in public aren't going to be right for you either.
0: Right, right. Uh, no, I mean, I think that that's absolutely the, the case. And so and it's another like, thing I, yeah. I wanted to
1: add is, um, you know, I know a couple, uh, who go to my church, um, they are truly running hard after the Lord. Like, I, I mean it, I mean, they're, they're serving together. They're both very involved and it's just it's pretty obvious that both of them love Jesus in their in their heart of hearts. Um and that their 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 marriage truly reflects God. It does. And they actually met on Tinder while in college. So wow. Just thought I'd share that. That I, I do know a couple like that.
0: So you're not you're not opposed to using dating apps in general, would you say?
1: Um, you know, I thought you were going to get to that question eventually, but I guess we're bringing it up. You know, am I opposed? I, I absolutely not. I mean, unless you can, uh, cause I, you know, I think the Bible is ultimate truth is the, the only thing we can all really subscribe to the Bible and, you know, common sense, decency. And unless you can bring something that, uh, contradicts, uh, using a dating app, that you could derive from the Bible, then I don't really think you have any sort of argument to say that it's, you should, or you shouldn't, or it's right, or it's wrong. (laughs) Catch my drift.
0: Sure. No, I, I get that. I'm more so saying, thinking, thinking and saying both from your perspective, where it, as it stands, would you personally use a dating app or be okay with using a dating app to find a woman you would spend the rest of your life with?
1: You know, would I, uh, maybe I would, uh, you know, if (laughs) a few years down the road, if I'm still single, I think absolutely you'd consider that. Um, and you know, if you find someone on there that you care about and that is a good fit for you and that, that loves Jesus, of course, I think you could have a happy, God honoring, God centered relationship down the road, and I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of. That, you know, that that's where how you found each other. You know, uh, right. So yeah, I you know I would be open to it for sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with it.
0: Okay. No, I mean that's uh, that that checks out. I mean, I can I can get behind that. I think. Uh... Yeah, I I think there's a lot of times, uh, especially within certain parts of the Christian community, there is kind of that stigma associated with using dating apps and kind of like, oh, almost a sort of embarrassment that, oh, hey, I met my spouse through using, I don't know, Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever it may be.
1: Yeah, there is a stigma. There is. And it's
0: like, I I don't like, I understand it because I mean, Erica, to your point, um, and I, I have a question for you here in just a second, but Erica, to your point, you talked about maybe wanting to go about the process a little bit in more of the old fashioned way, not using an app to go out and look for people, but to, to meet somebody and have it feel more natural. Um, and to be honest with you, Erica, I, I fall more into the camp of, of that. Like I have even just as just personally, I have a hard time, even though, again, I don't think there is an issue with, with meeting anybody on an app. And in fact, I don't think there should be any stigma associated with that, uh, especially because that's just using technology and resources to, to your advantage to, to find someone but personally, I always, I always have had this vision of, you know, I would rather it happen naturally or, or in person. Uh, but again, like I understand at the same time that that's not always the reality for everybody. Um, and I think so if being I can, honest, I, can, I think
1: I everyone that. would, I think everyone would rather it happen naturally if you, if, mm-hmm. you know, we were all really being honest. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, okay.
0: So going, going over to you, Erica, um, you know, when, when asked the question, the original question on the Instagram way back, you replied, no, that you would not use a dating app to, to, to do, to, to find someone, uh, like, I guess from here, moving forward, you mentioned that you've used it in the past, but at least as it stands currently, you would not use it either now or in the future. Could you explain, I guess you already have kind of explained but could you just make a statement maybe or or kind of elaborate a little bit on why it is that you wouldn't go back to using an app in the future
2: yeah um I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with it and I think um anybody should be willing to try it I mean I definitely tried it it just wasn't my cup of tea um there wasn't really anything I necessarily enjoyed about it I did meet a lot of people faster than I would probably in person just because I did spend a lot of time on there um, just trying to be willing to like talk to anybody. I think at that time, I just really was like, I don't want to be single. I'm tired of being single. And I wasn't happy in my own singleness and thinking about what I could do even in that moment. Um, so I think for me, just the re- like the main reason why I say no is just because I was put in so many uncomfortable situations. I felt like more through going with dating apps than I was trying to talk to someone in person. Um, I think for me getting to actually speak with a person, I can read body language, um, just the way they're talking. And that usually can determine whether or not I even do try to go on a first date. Um, Whereas when I'm texting someone, I'm pretty open to just go with anyone. And I think I do a better job guarding my heart whenever I don't use a dating app.
0: No, that makes, that makes total sense. Thanks for, thanks for kind of elaborating on that. Um, and, and again, I, I think, I think ultimately what, what I've kind of learned from this conversation is, is we all are kind of on the same page in terms of, you know, whether or not you, you know, being open, uh, to, to using a dating app, but, you know, Erica, not your cup of tea. Will not your cup of tea right now, but maybe in the future. Um, and you know, you've used both have used it in the past. Speaking for myself, um, you know, I've I've also I've dabbled uh, I've dabbled with dating apps in the past, uh, and I think kind of kind of shared uh, some similar experiences. I personally was on um, Hinge. And I've also tried very briefly, like, uh, I think it's, I've tried Upward, I think it was mm-hmm. called. Uh, yes. It was like a Christian, Christian dating app. app. Um, and and honestly, my experience on both of those was kind of similar, um, ironically, because I, I tried to be very, very selective with who I liked. And I, I kind of tried to set all these parameters for myself of like, Okay, I'm only going to I'm only going to like this profile if they explicitly mention something about their faith or Christ in their bio. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh, well, I'm only going to But but what I realized is I was like, I'm just totally making up all this criteria like as I'm going, and it ended up being kind of um I don't know if it was worth the time that I put into it, honestly, because a lot of my connections ended up fizzling out, or they never ended up happening, and I don't know. For me, I, I and then I had a period where I was like, I I would download it and like be on it for like a week, and then I'd be like, Nah, I'm gonna delete it, and then I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna download it one more time and see, and then I'd delete it, and then that happened like three or four times, but. Uh, as of right now, not on any, but definitely think that there's the possibility, but just like real life, it's like, you never know who you're going to come, come across. And, and I think ironically, it's, it's very, very similar to, to what real life would end up being in terms of your odds, uh, to actually meet somebody that you do have that connection and shared faith with. But that being said, uh, not here to talk about me, uh, Stepping back a little bit now that we've kind of answered the, the main focus of the question, taking a step back and talking about Christian dating in 2022 and, and the culture that surrounds dating within certain spheres. Uh, I've, I've kind of noticed you know, there are certain areas of Christian society where it's almost like you know, dating is kind of viewed as this monstrous thing, this concept that kind of has all these rules and these invisible sort of laws and things that you should do and things that you shouldn't do. Um, could, I'll ask you, Will, this question first. Um, what's your like, What's your broad observation or your thoughts on the state of Christian dating uh, in your both in your social sphere immediately and then and then maybe stepping back in terms of like your observations on a broader scale if you have any
1: yeah um i think i think the state of uh, quote-unquote christian dating and, and christian culture church culture church dating uh and i don't think we're at a great spot I think there's a lot of confusion. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's a lot of clarity. Um, I'll give uh, you know, paradigm. You know, uh, Abundant Life's young adult ministry just did a dating series, uh, and, and Chad brought a message yesterday. I thought was great, uh, and the reason I thought it was great was because it was practical and it was applicable. Uh, and I think a lot of the dating advice we get. Uh, from youth pastors and and people in ministry, uh, a lot of times isn 't always extremely practical now i 'm not saying that ever you should go outside of uh, what God says is right or wrong i'm not you know i'm not saying that, but uh, you know for example a uh, uh, ministry I was involved in in college we we make up all of these rules and these unsaid things about how to go about it and and none of it's actually biblical it 's just a uh, uh, something uh, that's been created from a, a, a church or a Christian subculture, uh, from and, and, and advice given to people uh, who they're just they're just trying to get guidance in this area. Uh, but in, unless you can biblically back it up, I, I don't I don't think uh, that the, any advice really should be taken that serious uh, unless you're getting it from someone who is close to you in your life or is someone who absolutely has your best interest? Um, and yeah, I just agree with you, man. I think it's this weird thing with Christians. Uh, we, we, we take it. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a very serious important thing. Uh, and you know, it's something we need to take really seriously. Uh, you know, Chad said last night that the the, the second most important relationship you'll ever have outside of relationship with God is relationship with your spouse. I completely agree but I think we take it so, so seriously. The dating part of it so seriously, sometimes it just wigs some people out and to where they're, they psych themselves out or they, you know, they they have to go talk to God about something. And I, you know, God's just saying, Hey, you know, do they love me? And are they, are they following me? And if that's the case, then it's up to your discretion. I think we overcomplicate it and we create too many rules and, weird culture things about it. So I I think it's, we're in a tough spot, but I also think there are, you know, some good ministries out there like paradigm who are shedding some good light into the matter as well. So,
0: yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate your thoughts and I definitely, uh, I definitely think kind of a takeaway of kind of turning, turning the complexity that is the Christian dating world in the modern era and kind of boiling it down to simple and practical things, not overcomplicating it, keeping the important things, the important things, and not adding a bunch of extra detail. Um, I, I think that's really, really sound, and I think that there's a lot of benefit that could be that could be had from honestly just keeping it simple. And uh, you know, do they love the Lord? Are they chasing after Him with their whole heart? Um, you know, and then beyond mm-hmm. that point, you know, uh, looking at things like, do I get along with them personally? Do I, do I like the type of personality that they have? Uh, and you know, I, I think, there, I think
1: there's, there's something mystical about romantic attraction. Uh, and I, I think that's the state of, of being human. And I think sometimes we, we try to take that without, do, without doing it on purpose. We try to take that mystical aspect out of it, uh, yep in the church, you know, and that's just something that it's the Mm -hmm. way humans are built.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely think there can be almost an overemphasis on, hey, you've got to get this right. And an underemphasis on, yeah, I mean, the emotion and the feelings are real and they were created by God for a reason. Uh, Absolutely. So it's like, I, I do think that that's a very, very important part of a relationship. And I do think that gets underemphasized, but Moving to you, uh, Erica, um, same question, you know, taking a step back and looking at the state of Christian culture and specifically Christian dating culture from your vantage point, what do you see and, and maybe what do you, what would, what message would you give to everybody out there in terms of like a takeaway or something to kind of think on?
2: Um, I would say I definitely agree with Will. I do believe that we make things super complicated. I think um, as Christians, we listen to a lot of the older generations, and we just we want it to be perfect. And so, whenever we try so hard to be perfect, I think we lack that honesty that like we are sinful people. We are going. We need Christ, and like we cannot be a hundred percent all the time. We never will be. We will never be like Jesus, but he is always working in us to make us more like him. And I think that is really important for people to pay attention to when they are dating in the Christian world, because we all make mistakes and you're just going to have to work through that. I mean, you cannot be perfect all the time. And I think we just try too hard to be like that. And that can lead to a lot of problems further into Mm -hmm. the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also at Paradigm last night, and I believe the Glovers did an amazing job, um, just making dating advice super simple. Um, And I really just enjoyed when they talked about being equally yoked. And I used to not understand that. Um, But I think that is so important in the Christian world. And that would definitely just be my advice is to make sure that you guys are on the same wavelength, and you both have a passion to follow Christ. Because I think like Chelsea said, um, if one of you is Going all for it, and is so far ahead, but the other is not. You are more likely to fall back than you are to help the other forward. Um, mm. So I definitely think that is really important to look for in a Christian relationship. Is just be flat out honest at the very beginning, and don't be afraid about putting on a perfect image for that person.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff, and I, I've seen countless times where. You know, on the topic of being equally yoked, I've seen countless examples of, of people, even myself. I mean, I'm going to point the finger back at me where I'm like, oh, you know, I can, you know, entertain the idea of dating this person or getting into a relationship with this person because I'll help them. And then it's like, you know, you get a little ways in and you're like, wait a second. I'm making all the compromises and I'm falling back and my spiritual walk is failing. And this person is really just pulling me down. And that's not to say that that person could, that the Lord couldn't convict that person, but it's like making sure you're getting into relationships and pursuing getting into relationships with people who are chasing after the Lord. I think, I mean, We can't overstate that enough. And I know we've talked about that on Dr. Love before, but I think it's especially, you know, involved in, in this conversation and I think needs to be said, but absolutely, um, really that's, that's awesome. And I'm going to have to go back and check out that message, uh, when it's on YouTube. But, uh, guys, I, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time and, um, I've really enjoyed getting to have this conversation with both of you and thanks for being so real and, and so honest.
1: Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. I really, really appreciate you having us on.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and, and guys just, just wanted to say, shout out to the audience. Uh, thank you for, thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. As always, we're going to have more content coming your way um, and, and more episodes drop in soon. Um, thanks for listening to the first ever verses, and thank you guys for being a part of it. And this ended up being, uh, I think a really productive conversation. And so I think summarize the, the takeaways here, you know, um, whether you're on a dating app, whether you're not on a dating app, uh, knowing what you're looking for and, and, uh, keeping the priorities that are most important, keeping the most important things, the most important things. And not getting bogged down in the in the minute details and making things too complicated, um, you know. Uh, we all have different convictions, and whether you're on dating apps or not on dating apps, we hope that this has made you a little bit more comfortable and informed with with the whole topic of conversation. So, guys, thank you one more time, uh, and, and I hope you have a great night.
2: Hey, thanks again. Appreciate talking to both of you.
0: Yeah. Thank you all have fun dr. Love. of course yeah and, and go like and follow us on instagram at dr love pod this has been another great episode of dr love first versus episode we'll see you next time